Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another belated episode of How Do You Feel About Jesus? This is the media group, Average Joe's Media, and the podcast, the vlogcast, How Do You Feel About Jesus? Guys, uh, you know, it's been a it's been a long road trying to figure out what direction to take this and and how to how to continue to add to it and and make it to where it's beneficial for you and beneficial for me and beneficial just for anybody and everybody involved whether they're uh, you know whether they're involved in the making and producing of it whether they're involved in the listening or the applying any any aspect of this podcast if you're listening to it hopefully it's doing some good for you uh, I do want to apologize for being away for so long but uh, you know I there's you know there's really no excuse to be honest and uh, one thing leads to another things get in the way and uh, priorities generally end up being set in one vein or another but guys uh, when I do come on here I hope that you listen I hope that you like I hope that you uh, take something away from it that can benefit you and that can make things in your life better help you uh, find you know things that you need to do and ways that you can either be better for yourself, be better for others, or ultimately uh, be that example for God that, uh, that he requires of us. So today we're talking about, we're talking about kindness. And, uh, and I just want you to, to picture in your mind that, that you should boldly come before God's throne and, and that, and that you should be willing to, and, and then also in action, acknowledge, acknowledge Jesus before men. And, uh, and you know, he'll, he'll acknowledge you before his Father. And, uh, and try to make sure that, that whenever you talk about this, whenever that you uh, may be involved in a, in a religious discussion or anything like that, make sure you keep an open mind. Make sure you don't just absolutely trash anybody who's talking to you. Try to understand. Try to find some common ground. That common ground most of the time is Jesus, the love that God had, that he sent Jesus for us, and that, uh, and that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the light. And so just make sure that you, you try to have some understanding. And then... This is the major thing about, about a religious discussion, about, um, about life in general. Guys, whenever you're in a religious discussion, you have a choice to be right or to be kind. Whenever you're in life and you have, there's something going on uh, and you have a crossroads between doing, being right or being kind. Whenever you have that crossroads, choose kind. Whenever you have a choice between being right or being kind, choose to be kind. Kindness, guys, it's one of the, it's one of the most unending, priceless currencies we have. Unexpected kindness is the most powerful, least costly, and most underrated agent of human change. Kindness that catches us by surprise brings out the best in our natures. And guys, that's so true. That's so true. When we are unexpectedly involved 
in receiving kindness from someone else, all it does is it just promotes positivity. It promotes uh, that kindness to be perpetuated through us. And, uh, and I mean, how many times since somebody smiles at you, do you just frown at them? No, you generally have a, it could be a half cock smile. It could be a full smile, but you generally smile back and it, it makes you feel better, generally speaking. But guys, kindness is free. Sprinkle that stuff everywhere. You have no idea how much good can be spread by a little bit of kindness. And if you just continue to do that, continue to be kind, then how much, how much good would it be? How much good would it do? So guys, kindness, the quality of being friendly, generous, or considerate. Um, we, one of my main goals in any type of discussion about kindness is to, is to talk about, is to talk, well, not just talk about kindness, but talk about how you feel about Jesus. Jesus is love. Jesus, love, having love for the people around you, whether they be family, whether they not, whether they be someone who's, you know, has some ill intent. Uh, love is, is the most important thing you could have. And guys, kindness is one of the two basic ways to express love. You show kindness. You show kindness. You show that you have love in your heart whenever you do things that you don't expect anything in return. Matter of fact, that's a Bible verse that we're going we're gonna to bring up, I believe, today. Uh, discipline and correction are the other two, or the other way to, uh, to demonstrate love. Hebrews 12 and verse 6 God, whoever God loves, he rebukes and chastens. I mean, he disciplines you. He corrects you. He wouldn't do that if he didn't love you. That's what we do with our children. We wouldn't discipline our children if we didn't love them. We wouldn't try to teach them the better way unless we loved them. But after you teach them that way, you also must show them how to demonstrate kindness. You must be kind to them. Otherwise, they're not going to understand what love is outside of just a whip or a belt or a paddle or just a series of orders. And you cannot have just that alone. You have to, you have to incorporate kindness with that discipline and with that correction. Uh, kindness is the, is the way that most people feel loved. When somebody is kind to you, they feel that love. It's generally not a feeling of love whenever you're disciplined and corrected. You feel like, oh, they, they're just trying to make an example out of me. They're just trying to teach me a lesson. Yeah, they are because they're trying to help you grow because they do love you. But guys, kindness is when people feel love as well as give love. Kindness and mercy, those two things go hand in hand. I don't think they're identical things. Uh, but I do think that they go hand in hand. Matthew 5, uh, in the Beatitudes, it talks about, um, blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Uh, I mean, it's it's almost to where you could input the word kindness because they are so close to being synonymous that it's ridiculous. Uh, God is rich in mercy, Ephesians 2, verse 4 through 5. He's rich in mercy. In Titus 3, verse 4 through 6, it also says that because of God's kindness, and his love towards us, he saved us by being merciful and giving us Jesus. I'm ad-libbing in that verse, but uh, his kindness 
and his love and his mercy are all together there in one one thing that says all these things he did for us, he does for us because he loves us and he saved us. And that was how that kindness and that mercy made itself manifest. Kindness is, is something that you just don't, you just don't, you just don't see too often anymore. But it's something that we are told to do on a regular basis. And it's something that we are expected to try to help perpetuate. Uh, Colossians 3 verse 12. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Clothe yourself with that. Make people look at you and see kindness, see humility, see compassion. Uh, whoever pursues righteousness and kindness will find life, righteousness, and honor. Proverbs 21, 21. That's an easy verse to memorize. Proverbs 21, 21. Pursue righteousness and kindness. You will find life, righteousness, and honor. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4. Here's where love and kindness kind of are, are told to us in more of a more of a modern, this is how you can uh, make sure that you are demonstrating love. Love is patient and kind love does not envy or boast it is not arrogant love is kind when people are kind to you they are demonstrating a love for you that that goes beyond measure you could not you can't fathom what's going through somebody's mind whenever they demonstrate love to you and it's because they're being kind and everybody thinks that there's some kind of ulterior motive when some people are being kind. Guys, there's generally not an ulterior motive. There's generally not. Kindness is kindness and love. That comes from the heart. And it's, you know, the whole random acts of kindness thing. Um, there are people that, that believe there's no real random act of kindness because you are, you're always expecting something in return. Guys, if you get something back in return, great. Great. Okay. Awesome. Maybe what you did helped someone else feel that same generosity, kindness, humility, and they want to bring it back to you. Okay. But we shouldn't expect it. We shouldn't be living on that prayer of, man, if I'm kind, hopefully somebody else will be kind to me. Well, Matthew 5 says that if you're merciful, you're going to obtain mercy. You're going to get something that maybe you didn't deserve. You're going to get some kindness back if you're kind in, in, in the beginning. If you start this domino, uh, these falling dominoes of kindness, that kindness will come back to you. Matthew 7 verse 12. So whatever you wish others do to you, do also to them for this is the law and the prophets. Uh, if you... Wish other people to be kind to you. Be kind to them. Because that is what happens. Whatever you reap, whatever you sow, you're also going to reap. Guys, kindness, I can't tell you. I can't tell you how important it is that if you, if you want people to be kind to you, you must first sow kindness to them. Uh, Ephesians 4 verse 32, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. Be 
kind. You could stop that verse right there. Be kind, period. You could, and it would tell you everything and anything that you needed to know in order to, in order to be, behave or act like a Christian. Be kind. Luke 6, 35 and 36, But love your enemies and do good and lend expecting nothing in return and your reward will be great and you will be sons of the Most High. For he is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. Be merciful even as your Father is merciful. Mercy, love, kindness, they are all intertwined. And it's very, very difficult to unravel that cord. If, if that is how you go about every day, what can I do to be kind? What can I do to be merciful? How can I show love today? Uh, talking about norms of kindness. Some, uh, some, what's the main norm of kindness? You know, and I just really want to try to delve into that a little bit. Okay, guys, so norms of kindness are... Uh, the biggest thing I think about with norm of kindness is like going out of your way without any need of a reward. And the biggest thing, I, I looked up lists of, Joe, I looked up lists of uh, finding ways to demonstrate kindness, ways to, uh, ways to just be kind, show others that you're kind uh, or kind-hearted. And, uh, and they all pretty much had a... Uh, a similar theme, and to me, it was giving your attention, giving your attention to somebody or to something, I suppose. So, Joe, what are some what are some norms of kindness in your opinion? Uh, well, I think it's the little things, right? So, asking somebody, "Hey, how are you doing?" Checking in with somebody, especially if you know something's been going on with them. Uh, possibly, maybe you haven't uh, heard anything or seen them about, right? Uh, whether it be uh, you haven't seen them. You know, the first thing tops of mind, if you haven't seen him at church, you haven't seen him at school, you haven't seen him at work. Right. What's going on, that type of thing. I think the other, some of the other norms really is um, sometimes complimenting people or, or giving them some positive feedback. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> how much better do you feel after somebody's given you a compliment? I feel great. Uh, right. I mean, just think about it conversely, you know, if someone, uh, just correct you. Yeah, I think sometimes um, you know you don't hear anything, right? So you know the old adage of "no news is good news" really doesn't right. equate in the old human spirit. So when you got like, for example, right now dealing with this whole COVID situation, you got a lot of people that are working really hard, trying to get a lot of things done, but we're not physically with all these people that are working. You're not with your peers. You're not with your students. I'm not with my staff my department every day. So I think that's, you know, something of where you're checking in with people and just saying, Hey, I see you or, Hey, how are you doing? Or, Hey, you did really good on that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Affirmation is something that the, the human spirit uh, needs. They need yeah. some, some version of letting people know that they're in the right place, that they're doing the right things uh, or that they're doing things well. Uh, it's just a, a natural need that we have and instinctively it has nothing to do with getting puffed up it has nothing to do with becoming arrogant it has to do with making sure that we feel we have some kind of value 
or that we uh, we think that we're doing the right thing or that somebody notices that stuff. And and generally speaking, those type of affirmations that we get, whether it's work, whether it's for a team, whether it's for any of that stuff comes comes out of the the person giving that affirmation, thinking about how can I be kind today? How can I show somebody today that I love them? How can I how can I express kindness, love, mercy? How can I express one of those things today? And it generally comes out with uh, with a compliment. It could be, maybe just be a smile, right? Yeah. Acknowledging that you see that person and that maybe that smile, all that smile means is I'm happy to see you today. And yeah, you know, good morning. Right. You don't have to specifically speak uh, with a huge conversation, but guys, maybe what's wrong with starting a conversation? Oh, hey, man, how are you? Along with that smile, starting a conversation. I think I one think, of the other. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. You got it. Uh, I think the other. I think that one of the other things for me is I think you know an expression of love through kindness is service, right? Mm-hmm. So whether it's um, you know serving other people, fixing yep. a plate for somebody else, fixing food for somebody else, uh, doing something, not just necessarily buying something for them, but maybe bringing something, performing an act. I think there's a lot of opportunity for that, you know, going on right now. We're seeing a lot of it. I'm sure there's a lot more uh, that could be done for people that might be be looking for some kindness or a need of some kindness. Absolutely. I think one of the funniest things about this whole COVID situation is um, in a time where people are telling you to stay away from other people, you're actually seeing more acts of kindness. You're seeing oh, more yeah. people do things for other people, whether it be whether it be virtually, whether it be in person. Uh, bringing meals, uh, helping out with uh, finances in a, in a way that uh, because of job loss or mm-hmm. job on hold, it may not be lost. They just may be closed and not get a paycheck or something like that. But you're seeing all these acts of kindness because the situation calls for it. And I think that there's a there's an inherent there's an inherent negativity to a situation calling for kindness, mm-hmm. but there's an equal an equal amount of need for a situation that calls for kindness, you know. Um, I was listening to something on the television last night. I'm not quite sure. I'm trying to think what it was. Oh, it might have been uh, the John Krasinski's um, "Some Good News." Mm-hmm. He did the graduation thing, I think Sunday, and uh, he had Oprah on it. And so she was describing one of her favorite moments, favorite things in daily life is and flying is when she's you're taking off from the airport in a storm of some sort. You yep. get above the clouds a few minutes later. Oh, yeah. You know, and you, and you see the sunshine. Yep. And so I think it's, you know, a little bit about that perspective. And so with this dark cloud kind of over the country, the world, different communities right now, how do you find a way to pierce that veil? And yeah. let in the light. And Silver linings. Yeah. Yep. We're going to pierce that and we're going to expose light uh, to yep. people that are feeling in the darkness through love and through Absolutely. acts of kindness. Absolutely. Uh, Galatians 6.10. So then as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, especially those who have the household of faith. Um, do good to everybody. Be kind to everybody. I mean, there's so many synonyms that you can put in there. Uh, and generally, depending on the type of Bible that you read, synonyms are the reasons for the differences between verses. But, I mean, do good. Be kind to everyone. You can stop that right there. 
this verse is specifically trying to emphasize how important your church family is, your mm-hmm. godly family. So especially those of the household of faith, be kind to the people who believe the same as you, because otherwise you're going to create division, right? I mean, that's the mm-hmm. alternative. If you're, if you're not kind with them, then, then you're going to lose that member of your family. How frequently do we see that in just regular American or, or just any family, right? Two people mm-hmm. get in a fight and they completely separate and then generally have no ties. And it's because it's because doing good, being kind to everyone eluded them in some capacity. And uh, it, it's also potentially because somebody was showing love by discipline and correction, but not also cradling that same love with kindness. And so it created that division. And if you don't be kind, if you're not good to everybody, it is going to cause a rift. It's going to do that. And so, like I said, you could you could put a period after the word everyone, and that verse would have the same emphasis, necessary emphasis, that it does with the especially part at the end, that, that second half of that sentence. And so, um, but how many times, how many times do you recognize kindness as like biting your tongue? Right? Well, who cares? I, who cares about your opinion sometimes? Yeah, there's definitely a, a time and a place for, for a lot of things. And sometimes that includes your opinion. But I think that kind of goes down to encouragement. When you were just talking a minute ago, I kept thinking, man, how many different places are we called to be encouraging? How many places are we called to encourage others, uh, encourage those in, in our Christian family as well as, you know, be of, be of encouragement to those outside of it who have not, you know, joined yet. If, if so I, I think I'm referencing that, that, uh, that quote that says when you have that choice to be mm-hmm. uh, right or kind, choose kind, yep. right? You're biting your tongue on that right. I'm right about this, and you need to hear it, and you need to know that I'm right. You're biting your tongue there, and you're choosing to open a different door, a door that will lead to a longer-lasting relationship or a more solid foundation. And so uh, something I've done here lately, um, after I got out of the hospital, uh, and, uh, man, there's just – there's just several times where I do this and I, I do it because I used to be a waiter. I used to serve food. I used to depend on tips for my money. Um, and so I understand the necessity of, of having somebody to, to be a little bit more of a tipper than the average. Right. right. I mean, people can get by on the average, but, but they're hoping for seeing that generosity in some way. The other day I ordered, uh, I ordered pizza and, uh, it was right before payday, so I, I had sixty bucks and I ordered something for everybody. So each of the girls, uh, well, the girls had a pizza that they shared. Uh, Tara had uh, Tara and her friend Taylor. They each had a pasta from Domino's, and then I got a, a specialty chicken or something. It ended up being like forty-five bucks. I had exactly sixty dollars left of my fir- of that paycheck from the previous month, and I I gave it to him. He, and the guy asked, and you know, there's a lot of people that get really mad at at this question. He said, "Do you need your change?" And a lot of people are like, "Yeah, I need my change." I was like, "You know what? I get paid tomorrow. Keep it." And you should have seen his face, man. I didn't. I got it. It didn't even bother me that it was it was 15 bucks. It was like 33 percent or something ridiculous in terms of percentages. Right. And uh, and he was just he was about to leave the pizza on the door. <laughs> 
And I guess I was supposed to, I don't even know how that contactless stuff works. And I, I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, build myself up, but, uh, but I, I, I like to tip generously. And when I can, I, sometimes I can't and probably because I've done it too many times in the past, but, uh, but man, I, I did it when I was a waiter, when somebody gave me a tip that, that I, mm -hmm. I probably didn't deserve that percentage, you know, or something like that, man, my day turned around. I went from complaining to just being like, man, this is all, this is the greatest day ever. And anytime I was like that, I worked at Texas Roadhouse. I worked at a little place called Meek Casino, I think. Um, in, uh, in commerce, I worked at Red Lobster going through college, man, anytime somebody did that for me, it just made me perk up. And so you should have seen this kid whenever, whenever he, whenever I told him, no, I didn't want my change. And, uh, he was like, really? <laughs> I think he even said, really? Thanks. And, uh, I said, Hey man, stay safe, you know, get out there and, and, and do what you got to do. And, uh, and it just, he just was really, really excited. And I do that because it's what I felt back in the day and how many times do we see that whatever you sow you're also going to reap you know yeah and so um you know and that to me that only perpetuates that kid's understanding of money is just that it's it's something it's really not that important if you really really look at it and uh and man but but tipping generously how many times do you go to a restaurant and you tip and you actually get your calculator out and you you just calculate it Right. I mean, some people mm -hmm. are on a budget, some people are on a budget and they have to, and that's nothing wrong with that. But how many times do you sit back and think, this is how much money I came to spend. And even if I didn't spend it all, I'm gonna, right. because that's what I had. I mean, and man, you sh if you had, if you were a fly on the wall of some of those servers or delivery people, uh, man, you would see, you would see a demeanor change. You would see an atmosphere change. You would see an attitude change. You'd see all kinds of stuff mm -hmm. that, that was just because they know you didn't have to do that. And why were they the lucky ones to get it or something like that? I mean, it's, that's, those are all the same feelings I used to have, man. And tipping generously mm -hmm. is, is something that you don't ever have to talk about. You don't ever have to say anything about, you don't even have to acknowledge you give them the money. They ask you if you want change. They so say, no, and man, you'll never see their face walking away, but I guarantee you it'll be lit up. I guarantee you will. I'll do that sometimes, even if it's a bad experience. If like, if it's not the server's fault yeah. and I feel like they handled themselves well, despite it, I'll still try to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they're, they're trying to, they got sat four four tables at the same time and yeah. they're all different, which means they're all going to eat different pace. Half of them got to go see a movie, so they have a, a deadline, and they're trying to get in and out. Mm -hmm. I mean, man, I, I'm telling you what, man, I, I've been on the receiving end of that type of situation, and it's it's tough. It's not easy because people, generally speaking, have uh, such high demands for their own little satisfactions. Mm -hmm. But and the, at the same token, you will generally see more kindness coming out of people than you will mm -hmm. see negativity and uh and just hurtful stuff and it's go ahead oh no go ahead you're good no yeah but uh this is uh romans 12 verse 10 this is kind of where that kind of mentality comes from love one another with brotherly affection outdo one another in showing honor i mean this isn't saying make it a competition 
This is saying that this is how things become how they should be, is whenever you're trying to do the very best that you can. And if somebody's trying to honor you, you should try to honor them that much more. That's all that's saying. Well, I think it's, I mean, it, it's some more of the practical applications of that is kind of right now with a lot of these folks that are working in what's called essential business. They're not the doctors, the nurses, they're not getting the, all the TV commercials and the celebrities trying to, you know what I mean? Come up with rewards for them on different talk shows from home and stuff. So if I'm in a gas station, I'm at a drive through restaurant, I interact with my contactless Uber delivery person or, mm. you know, grocery store, stuff like that. Um, well, generally speaking, I try to be nice anyway, yeah, but um, I, I've tried to make a point of, um, of being a little extra respectful, you know, taking time to say, Hey, thank you so much for what you're doing. Really yep. appreciate you. Stay safe. That type of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, to kind of show that respect, that, that kindness. Yeah. Um, and I've done the same thing in the past. You know, you talked about your personal experience. I grew up from probably as soon as I could walk different jobs with, with our dad or my grandfather it was uh, very common to be in someone else's home working on something. Absolutely. And that can be a little bit uncomfortable. That can be a little unsettling. And oftentimes, a lot of people thrown in those positions, those are really kind of like your entry-level paycheck-to-paycheck type jobs in some cases. Absolutely. Um, and and when you, you're, you're thrown in the mix or it's late, you're trying to get it done, you could be exhausted. Maybe you haven't eaten. Maybe you haven't drank. So something we kind of, I think, uh, emulated from my mom. Somebody comes in my home, I'm going to offer them something. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. so I've been, I've had people taken back by surprise like what i'm like yeah no i mean you want you know you want a coke you want a water i got some juice you guys hungry you need something you know and they're kind of like wait a second i'm just i'm just here to provide this service absolutely so it's like well, i know but you're still a guest in my home all right you're still, you're still working hard you're doing this uh it's, it's a i'm very i don't care if i'm paying for it thank you for doing this for me right. um you know type of thing and uh how many times have you heard this verse that says, let brotherly love continue. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers for uh, thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Hebrews 13 verses one through two. How many times you heard that type of mentality? Yeah. Like, um, I mean, you can take the word hospitality and change it to the word kindness because it's synonymous. Yeah. Um, show kindness to strangers because you never know. You really never know who's watching. And I mean, if we're talking about this in a in a religious setting, which we, we are, but this is also more of a practicality and how do I use it setting. God's watching. Yeah. How are you being kind? And, and was his kindness that he sent to you uh, through his son and, and the sacrifice of his son, was that kindness in vain if you're not going to be kind to others? And so he's watching. He's always watching. And that's where... Uh, that's where this verse, you know, angels unaware. Well, God's aware. God's aware. He knows what you're doing. Well, I try to be uh, here. Another, another, you know, word that's synonymous. I think with kindness is grace. Yep. I try to extend grace where I can, because I know I've been on the receiving end of it. Oh yeah. And I, you know, I hope that I continue to be. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a, uh, you know, it's kind of like one of those mentalities of, you know, you try not to try not to burn bridges or abuse or take for granted certain things uh, right. because you want to know that they're there for you when you need them right. uh, type of thing. I think it's the same thing, trying to put love, kindness, grace, 
put as much of that out in the world as possible. Absolutely. Again, man, when you have the choice to be right or to be kind, choose kindness. I saw this actually on the movie Wonder with uh, Owen Wilson, uh, Julia Roberts, and they had uh, they had two children. They had a, a girl. She was uh, 16, 17 years old, and they had a boy who was about 10. This boy was born with uh, with just birth defects, and uh, and through the movie, it said that he had like 27 surgeries to get him to to look the way he looked um, in the movie, and uh, and he looked different, right? This movie was all about how can you rise above the challenge of, of being and looking different and uh and it's like uh fourth or fifth grade when he goes to school something like that and those kids are starting to develop personalities where uh what do they have on you that they can use to their advantage and, and elevate themselves while at the same time pushing you down and so they're also at the same age of uh trying to be popular what does it take to be popular how funny do I have to be to be popular? What type of good stories do I have to have? Uh, who do I have to be mean to in order to get everybody else's approval? It's all that type of stuff. I don't know if you, Joe, I don't know if you've seen that movie Wonder, but it is, it is 100% the embodiment of what we're talking about right now. How one, one child chooses to be kind and then, um, and then it just, it, man, it snowballs. It snowballs into a uh, into an amazing plot or storyline or whatever. That uh, as a teacher, you know, as somebody who sees interactions all the time, not interactions at that age, but but even still, it doesn't matter. All those things still happen in high school too. But uh, but man, I, I really really enjoyed that movie, and it was, I mean, it was a little bit of a tearjerker at times because it is it is a tough situation. I, I try to put myself in those positions. Where if I had a child like that, how would I be? How would I react? And and uh, and how could I help teach this child that life goes on? Life is generally good, and if you can get through some of the some of the rocky times, it can be really, really, really good to you. Yeah, man, I, I enjoyed that movie. Actually, the kids. I don't know if it's fifth or sixth grade. It was required reading, so I had to actually end up reading it at one point. Uh, between the three of the kids uh, to help them with some projects, saw the movie, loved it. Um, I appreciated its honest approach, you know, having grown up with a brother with a disability. Absolutely. Um, it's, it's not always, um, I think, honestly portrayed. And I thought that story did a really good job of telling, I mean, if you haven't read the book, I'd encourage you to, or have your kids to read it, anybody listening. Um, yeah, I know, but hashtag oh. book, hashtag yeah. book club. Yeah, uh, but, right. uh, we're cutting that out. <laughs> but uh, um, it tells this story from different people in the story's perspective. Yeah. Oh, um, and so you, you get to see awesome. that complete arc of, yeah. of character development as they're processing all the stuff. And, and you're yeah. right. Kindness is something that, um, you know, even that little boy. Theme, man. It's a central but, theme. But that little boy also, you know, oftentimes a lot of the people that are the most downtrodden, the most persecuted, mm -hmm. um, they they learn to show kindness in the wake of oppression, oppression. They show yep. uh, how to demonstrate how to show kindness to their oppressors. And that, you know, that's a central theme, you know, in the Bible, it's the example Jesus gave us. Well, isn't that uh, how you want others to treat you? That's yeah, how you should treat them. Rule. I mean, that is generally speaking, the, the people that receive the most uh, negativity, the most harshness are the nicest people. 
are the most kind people because yeah. they're trying to they're trying to show this is this is what I would like. So I'm gonna show it. And I'm I'm and you know what maybe a lot of times they're trying to show it because they're they're so tired of seeing all that negativity that where's the where's the kindness, where's the goodness gonna come from? And and I've told you how many times can we control anything else around us? That's fair. We can't ever control what others do. We can only control what we do. And we are told to be kind to everyone. We are told to be good to everyone. There's no exception to that. I'll give you one more movie reference. Um, Grown Ups. That's a family favorite around here. Yeah. Yeah. And at the oh, end of Are the you talking about the end of it? Yeah, the end of yeah. it where he could have won. They had every right to win. Yeah. But he decides not to, to let those other people win because yeah. he, he felt takes like a, he takes a shot he never misses. Yeah, because he yep. felt like they needed it more yep. uh, than him and his friends and their family. And he, you know, taught his child that or yep. demonstrated that to his family. And yep. um, he said that, uh, he said that the the Baileys need to learn how to win. Yeah. And uh, and the faders need to learn how to lose. That's fair. Absolutely. And that's man, such a good lesson. And that's it's such a good way to show kindness. And did you see their reactions? Uh, did you ever watch Grown Ups too? Oh yeah, I love it. So how how much of a of a play into kindness is that from one storyline to the other? At the end of one, where these two guys are just head to head and always competing, now they're friends and they're I mean literally fighting for one another. Yeah, all, all of them defending him and this, that, and the other right. against what was it Stone Cold was the quote unquote no, he, villain at the end. No, 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 he was good. He was a good guy. Uh, it was about the frat kids. Oh, that's that, right. Uh, that's right. Yeah, uh, the the guy that plays the wolf, the in, werewolf. Uh, yeah, and uh, uh, I, I'm sad that I know that reference, but still, Twilight. Yeah, yeah, Twilight. Uh, but anyways, but yeah, man, choosing kindness, expressing love requires you to be disciplinary to be corrective, but to cradle it with kindness. It's absolutely necessary. Joe, I appreciate you hopping on. You bet, brother. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. You guys, as we're wrapping up, kindness, guys, is a central theme to a good life, to a good atmosphere, to growing a business, to growing a customer base, to doing anything in life that you want to be successful. Kindness is at the heart of it. But guys, it's more about just being successful. It's about being someone that, that God would be proud of. Being someone that emulates something that God did for us, that Jesus did for us. That's what kindness is all about. Make sure that, uh, make sure that anytime that you struggle with something, if you have an outlet, take advantage of it. Help one another. Help one another. Pray for one another. James 5.16 The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another. These things are essential to, to helping build not only yourself, but building the people around you, which is what we are called to do as Christians. We are called to build up the body of Christ. Until next time, I am the Average Joe Boo, and this is the podcast, vlogcast, How Do You Feel?
feel about Jesus. Jesus.